Dos Santos is balling behind, he's brilliant. Vines in for two, Vines around the keeper and gets a second. The pass from Dos Santos was exquisite. The finish was top class and the Sky Blues probably have the points in the bag. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show. And it's great to have our next guest back. back for 2024. Phil Buzz Rothfield. Good morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, guys. Back off a long spell. I saw Scotty Boo Bailey, our great mate, did a caricature off here. It looked like he knocked about 10 years off. Oh, did he? Yes. I haven't picked that, actually picked up the paper yeah. yet, Bulldog. Okay, no, Front no, no, no. page, Sorry, Buzz. Done me any favors. Front Sorry, page, Buzz. Front page, Buzz, you. Buzz is back. Oh, how good's that? <laughs> how hey, was your uh, break? Had a, had Oh, fantastic. Look, and, and I must tell our listeners about um, our holiday, Bulldog, up on the Gold Coast. We went to the Gold Coast, Phil and I. Mm. Yeah, so, Ray, what happened? Dean asked for a bit of help with the rent that's very expensive over Christmas. That's New not Year. quite so, true, but anyway. Yeah, but anyway, I agreed to go. And I'll tell you, he's wonderful, wonderful company. Really, really enjoyed it. There was one problem, though. Dean had the ensuite, okay? I just had a little <laughs> single room. And I've gone and had a little peek into his wardrobe. Uh-oh. And, mate, you, the colours are that bright, you need sunglasses. <laughs> so when you, like, most people know when you get a little bit what old. What are you doing sniffing around my wardrobe anyway? So most people know, as I was about to say, when you get a little bit older, you don't dress as loud. But at any rate, we spent New Year's Eve at the Kerra Beach Hotel. He's wandered in looking like he was playing for the Illawarra Steelers, all red <laughs> in the old days. Matched his hair. Um, oh mate, I bought that shirt, Phil, in dress. Los Angeles. So to me, that would indicate it would be peak season for fashion if it's in LA, okay? Hey, yeah, but, hey Buzz, on, was it a full brother, brother to the shirt he wore at the Castle RSL Chinese <laughs> lunch that day? Remember that? Well, right. as I said, you never bag anyone or anything, but even you bag that shirt. Oh, it was funny. I tell our listeners, Buzz said, hey, Ray Boy, would you wear that sh- No, um, what do you think of Dino's shirt? And I just said, uh, it's probably one I wouldn't wear. <laughs> so I, could, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how to answer that question. We can't all shop at Kmart Carring Bar, Phil. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, hey, Buzz, you, you, we've set something off this morning, or maybe you have, with this story about the NRL's edict with in relation to kids playing yeah. rugby league. I think everyone is, yeah. um, agrees that tackling, particularly for the six-year-olds and seven-year-olds, it's not needed. But you're also yeah. in favour of no finals 40 through until the 13s. Yeah, look, and I'm not necessarily in favour of non-tacklers six- and seven-year-olds because of experience I've had in junior rugby league with kids playing, etc. You can't get hurt. They're so small mm. at that age. So the, the tackling one doesn't really interest me. But like Silver, I'm very, very passionate about not playing grand finals, not playing for trophies, not playing for medals. And again, I talk from first-hand experience. Now, in the Shire, for example, there are a couple of strong clubs. There's De La Salle and there's the Gardner Gorillas. Unfortunately, some of the people at these clubs think it's their job to create NRL players and to win trophies. They get to the end of the year, oh, we only won 14 grand finals because, you know, we'll have to improve, et cetera, et cetera. So what they do, and I'm not singling out these two clubs because it happens all across metropolitan Sydney, they raid the other clubs for players as young as nine and talk them into coming over and helping them win titles. Okay, so what happens 
I've seen it happen with the Engadine of lost players, Como of lost players. So what happens? These clubs eventually, as Zorba said, they'll get flogged 50, 60 nil each. But you know what? The kids go away and the clubs fold. It's true. Mm. So maybe it's the officials and the volunteer coaches that are the problem here, wanting so hard to win. So let me clarify this, Buzz. Yes. You are a supporter of kids up until the age of 13 not playing any finals or grand final. Yes, I am. God, wait till they're teenagers. I've just explained... But that's about God, life, Phil. Life is about getting in there, having a dig, and being rewarded if you win. And when you lose, you do go through a bit of pain. It makes the winning even more special. So you're happy for the stronger clubs to pinch nine-year-old Bulldog brother clubs just to win a grand final. You're happy for that. I'm, you're happy uh, for that. You're happy for them to leave and go and close the club. That's Mate, that's down in the Shire, Buzz. I don't know what goes on down there. I don't live down there. I but I'm saying that... yesterday. It happens all across Sydney. Teams and kids should be allowed to play in the finals. Yeah, it may, maybe it's the system that needs to be fixed, Buzz. Because I, I, you know, I just think kids at that age, they're, they're old enough to understand what they're doing. And, and, and they're passionate about their sport. And they, they want to win. They want to win grand finals. They want to win with their mates. So... Should they be denied it? Ray, you just summed it up perfectly. Mm. The kids in these initial years should be playing with their mates, enjoying the game, and going out to have fun. I've seen, you'll go and pinch better kids from the other age groups, and then the mates who are playing with their mates originally miss out. It's, It's competitive. You can and still have fun with playing in finals, Buzz. You're sort of sounding like if you play in a grand final, you're not having fun. No, no, not saying that at all. You know what I'm saying, Bulldog. I'm saying that I've seen the damage it's done in turning kids away from rugby league and clubs folding because they can no longer field teams. It's a bit like... You know, look, it, it just, it's wrong, mate. It's wrong. Buzz, I flicked on the computer last night. I went to the Daily Telegraph website and there's a big headline. It yelled out, alarm bells ring at West Tigers. Phil Buzz Rothfield exclusive. Run us through this story you've written in today's uh, Sunday Telegraph in the What's the Buzz column. Yeah, um, it's a really interesting story, this one, Bulldog, because I am suggesting that Shane Richardson, the new chief executive of the West Tigers, is dealing with a massive conflict of interest. In that, the company he has shares with, the company that Card owns, which is his son, is a player agent, okay? Now, there's a young player in the Queensland Cup, a young centre, Solomona Fatapi. And he was offered to the West Tigers and other NRL clubs back in October last year, this player. Shane Richardson sent an email to Justin Pascoe, who sent the email on to Benji Marshall with a spiel about the kid and a video highlights package. Benji sent the email back to Justin Pascoe and said, not interested, I need experience, which was fair enough and it happens with a lot of other kids. So Shane Richardson arrives, says to Benji, have you seen the tape? Here it is again. And Benji changed his mind and Rich has players suddenly on board at the West Tigers. Mm. I So the suggestion I, is? A conflict of interest. Yes. Mm. An obvious conflict of interest. 
and you and that the chairman that the chairman Barry O'Farrell should be over conflicts of interest more than anyone else, and I've written about it tomorrow. This New South Wales Premier, he was brought down by a conflict of interest. This is really dangerous, dangerous territory. Shane Richardson is a very, very good rugby league CEO. Won his titles. He's been around since the early 90s in Sydney. But in this case, I think it's proven that he needs to make a choice. I hope he stays as West Tigers Chief Executive because they need his expertise and we all want them to do well. But surely the NRL cannot allow him to have shares in the player agency. And with examples like I've just given you, while he's a CEO. And to be, fa- to be fair to, 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 to Shane and you, Buzz, you did go to Shane Richardson about this story. Can you, can you uh, let us know what he said in response? Well, I wasn't that satisfied with his responses because he kept saying he wasn't in a murky area at all. And he suggested when he... Well, first of all, in the story that appeared in nine newspapers, he denied even sending the email original of the West Tigers said it was his son who sent it, but that's wrong. He sent it. He's now saying he was working as a consultant for Brisbane East and they were helping Solomona Fatapi try to find a new cop, so he was acting for them, not for the player agency. Mm. It's too murky, Bulldog. It's interesting. It's too mm. murky. Could you imagine, why doesn't Blake Solly start a player agency? What's going to happen? Toby Rudolph is managed by Shane Richardson's company. Is he going to quit Cronulla and go, it's too... I'm not saying any of this is going to happen, Bulldog. You can't have a chief executive of the NRL club struggling to get off the bottom of the table after two wooden spoons involved in anything like this. I'm sorry. What do you think, Dino? Do you think the NRL will step in, Buzz, and uh, instruct Shane Richardson to give up his interest and shares in Rich Digital? Well, I've spoken to the NRL on Friday and they told me the NRL Integrity Unit is aware of the media reports and they're monitoring it. And new, da- new details come to light today that the player was signed four months after Benji Marshall said he didn't want him. Now, come on. Do you think he can do both jobs, Bulldog? Oh, I think it is. Look... Yeah, no, Rich, Rich, seriously. Richo's a, a man of, you know, I'm not going to say he's not credible. He is. He's been around a long time. And as you know, Buzz, you know, he's had a lot of success. But in this case, you would think that uh, it is difficult to do both jobs. And just the pub test, Buzz, I don't think it passes. Oh, it doesn't pass the pub test. And look, I didn't even go into it. Greg Inglis is involved, okay, now at the West Tigers. He works for Rich Digital. I think it's fantastic Greg Ingalls is involved with the West Tigers. He's denying he's on the payroll. He's saying he's only mentoring the fullback. Mm. He's wearing West Tigers kit. So who's the next Rich Digital employee who's going to finish up there? Mm. But I I do want to say this, Ray. Mm, I have a huge amount of time for what Shane Richardson has achieved in rugby league, and I think he can potentially lift that club off the bottom of the ladder, but you can't be doing both no, jobs. Fair, fair enough. Bit of a change of pace, Buzz. Um, you've written this morning quite right. The tab is cashing in on Taylor Swift being at the Super Bowl next week. Yeah, how big is that going to be, Bulldog? Massive. Yeah, it's going to be a great game too. The 
probably the two best teams in the NFL are through yeah. the Super Bowl in Vegas too. Hey, you know, there's 279 Instagram followers. They're all Swifties. 279 million. And they say the television audience that she will bring to that game will just break all records. Mm. And the TAB have got a betting market on it. How many times is she going to be appear on the broadcast? <laughs> if she's on that, you can get a dollar eighty more than seven point five times camera smash or under seven point five times. It's, um, it's, amazing, it's a fun story. But I love this other story you wrote in your column today. Billionaire hotel tycoon Arthur Laundy has knocked back an approach to help bail out the financially stricken Rugby Australia. Just take us inside that story. Yeah, look, um, I was alerted to it. A mate of mine spotted Craig Laundy and uh, Phil War having a meeting in the Moor Park area near Rugby Headquarters um, last week, and I made some more inquiries. And it turns out that uh, Phil War, who many people tell me is a very impressive CEO of Australian Rugby, has been meeting with uh, figures like um, Arthur Laundy, billionaire hotel tycoon, Twiggy Forest in uh, Western Australia and other wealthy families to try to raise funding and get their investment into rugby union. And um, they need something. They've got $80 million in debt. They've got the British Lions and Irish Lions next year, World Cup two years later. But for them to survive and get through the tough times, they need some wealthy benefactors who he's asking for, say, $20 million from each with an 8% return. But look, the Laundy families are very, very attached to NRL at the moment, the Canterbury Bulldogs, and they're going to keep their money in rugby league at this stage. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting meeting and in how rugby are now trying to raise funds. Fair enough. Hey, Buzz, I know you love your cricket like I do, and... I thought it was sad to see only 16,000 at the MCG last Friday for Australia West Indies. We mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Um, will you be watching the ODI this afternoon at the SCGG? I hope there's a good crowd there. Yeah, look, look, I, I, I probably will watch it, Ray, but look, I'm, I've done with the cricket now personally. Mm. And can I tell you why I think this is why Las Vegas is going to be enormous for the NRL? I think... People are so ready for rugby league. The first trial matches on in what I wrote this morning, yeah, 12, 12 days. weeks. Yeah. So what's going to happen with this Las Vegas game? Okay, it comes in on Fox Sports first game, second game on Fox and Channel Nine. And I think a lot of people are like me, you guys, that we've nearly had enough cricket, and we're just desperate for league. Mm. And the fact that such an extravaganza, spectacular out of uh, Vegas. I think we're going to break every television ratings record for rugby league outside of Origin Grand Finals over in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. It's going to be great watching those two games back-to-back from 1.30 Sunday, March 3, Dino. But I want to ask you a question, and I want an honest answer. Oh, yeah, this sounds like a loaded question. No, no, I want an honest answer. Of all the meals we bought up on the Gold Coast, all the breakfasts, lunch, dinners, how many do you reckon you paid for? More than you. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Who got the, it, it would that, be in single lovely... figures. Oh, please. He's the only Ray, man that went away is... and made a profit. You know what this is, Ray? This is rubbish radio. I'm being <laughs> this is absolute rubbish. You cannot Never known a bloke to keep his hands out of his pockets. 
Mate, you never Unbelievable scenes well, up there at Kira. He <laughs> <laughs> was a good tourist, though, Ray. Unfortunately, uh, we, we struck a rule very early on. What goes on tour stays on tour. So, well, I think we should, Phil. Yes. yes let's <laughs> not go there can, anyway. The truth will come out one day. The truth yes, will come yes. out. Hey, Buzz, great good to on have you Buzz. back. Long season coming up. Can't wait. As you, yes. said, as you said, 12 more sleeps that first trial game, and uh, the footy's almost here. Good on you, Buzz. We'll talk next week. See you guys. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Man.